You're listening to PetLifeRadio.com. Hello and welcome to Six Figure Dog Business. I'm your host, Ty Brown of Ty the Dog Guy. This is Six Figure Dog Business on PetLifeRadio.com. Now, this is the show where we help you start or grow your dog-related business to a healthy six-figure per year or more income. Now, on today's show, we're going to be talking traffic, specifically how you can get a lot more of it. And so stay with us. I'm going to come right back with SEO expert Tom Savoca. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. People say less is more. At Red Barn, we think less is better. It's what you won't find that sets our natural premium pet food apart. No byproducts, no corn or soy, no fillers. Just the natural ingredients your pets need to live the healthy life they deserve. Look at the label. We want you to. Red Barn Naturals Pet Food. Simply the best. Find it in your local pet specialty store. Try our chicken rolled food as a meal or shred it as a topper. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All right, we're back, and uh, like I said, with us today is our SEO expert, Tom Savoca. So first off, welcome to the show, Tom. Thanks for being on. Thank you. Thank you very much. And so for my listeners that have listened to my past couple episodes, what we've been talking about is I've been talking about the consulting that I've been doing with other dog businesses, and I've been you know talking about how to optimize websites, how to get better conversions on websites, and things like that. And so obviously, none of this is any good if we're not getting traffic to websites. So I thought for this episode, what I would do, kind of in a continuation of the series, is bring on Tom, because Tom works with a lot of dog trainers, and at the end of the show, he's going to tell you how uh, you know a special offer that he has for people listening today. But Tom works with a lot of dog trainers on improving their SEO. So before we kind of get into the formula that you have, tell us a little bit about yourself and your background. Okay. I was raised and I'm from upstate New York. And uh, back in the 70s, my parents had some uh, German Shepherd show dogs. They did the show dog confirmation kind of circuit. They had a couple that did very well in the area. Then they built a dog and cat boarding business. And while they had the dog and cat boarding business, they had a uh, dog trainer there. So that and w- since we had shepherds you know, as pets after that, I've been around the primarily shepherds for a great period of time. Back in uh, 2000, I started doing something a little different than I had been doing. I got into search engine optimization. So I've been doing search engine optimization and websites and web development and domain purchases and just about anything online, including what's relatively recent social media since about 2000. You know, that's more recent, but I've been doing this since about 2000. Cool. And so the main reason I wanted to get you on is because you've got a formula and I love formulas because I love me personally. I love if someone says, all right, here's what you do. Do step A, do step B, do step C. And so you've got this five part formula for improving SEO. So can you list those five aspects and then we're going to kind of dive into each one specifically? Sure. Basically, and the point of bringing up why there's primarily five is that there's five different things you can do. 
The first one is the work you can do on your website, which is usually called on-page optimization. A lot of people are familiar with that. Like Ty said, we can get into that in detail in a few minutes. The second one is backlinks. This is something that's been all, always been popular. We can get into the details again in a few minutes, but backlinks from other websites. The third one is directories. Now, this is uh, the term directories. Actually, what we're talking about here is getting your business listed online and doing it properly. The number four is social media. In the big scheme of things, it's relatively new in the system, but it, it is there is value to it. It's important, and not just for your organic ranking, but in just general and building leads and getting traffic. The fifth one, and we'll, um, like Ty said, we're going to get into the details here. The fifth one is probably the most important because it's the most overlooked and it might be the most misunderstood, but it's basically your online competition. If you're in the middle of a big state and you've got a thousand people in the county and, and three or four dog trainers, then all you have to do is build a website, have a Facebook page, you're going to get work. But if you're in the middle of Los Angeles, Miami, New York City, Montreal, you know, a big metropolitan area, your whole world is different. There's thousands of trainers, you know, hundreds of thousands of possible clients, but mm -hmm. it's something to consider. So that's the five things and, and they all have an effect. And that's why we list them as the five things. Cool. So let's just jump right into it. So the first thing you mentioned is on-page optimization. So why don't you define that first, you know, tell people, you know, like what that even means. And then we'll talk about a handful of things that we can do. Okay. So in the old days, and I'm talking like five years or more back, there was a point and a time that um, you would pay a web developer to do a website and you as a client, you as the owner, might not have any access to it. You can't change your phone number to it. You couldn't do anything. Well, that's changed a lot. So right now, you as a, in particular, dog trainer, a dog training business owner, you'd be more responsible for what's actually on the website. So there's things you can do on the website. For example, just recently, and in the last six months or year, Google has made it almost mandatory that your website has to be mobile friendly. That doesn't mm -hmm. mean just that it looks good on a small device, but it also implies that there's a code that has to go in the back end. So if you've had a, a website built in the last three or four years, it's probably not an issue. If mm -hmm. you're using any of the popular or, uh, Weebly, Wix, WordPress, anything like that, probably not an issue. But if you've got a website that was built by, more or less by hand or you know, HTML was the way they built it and it was more than five years ago. This is the first thing you need to check if your website's mobile friendly. Google has a tool. You can put your, your domain name in and it'll tell you right away. Again, can you just Google the tool? Can you say Google yes. mobile tool or whatever? Yep, Google mobile friendly tool. and Or maybe we can uh, put some links. with uh, Ty can uh, broadcast some links later. We can put something together for some people or you can get them from me later. I'll give you uh, Okay. The next thing and probably always has been the most important thing you can do on a website is content, unique content. And again, all this is going to be related to your competition. Again, if you're in the middle of nowhere and you've got a thousand people in the county and two other dog trainers, you have to do a lot less work than if you are in a big metropolitan area. So the, the content on your website has to be unique, first of all. You can't take big parts of another person's website. You can't copy your favorite dog training systems website material and put it on your website and think you're going to be as successful as they are. What about copying yourself? Great point. Great point. Here's a big mistake, and this is something I always get into. Here's a perfect example of what you don't want to do. Let's say you're in uh, Denver, 
you're working in Denver, you're a dog trainer, and you have a website like Denver Dog Training, and then you decide you want to move south and get out of the cold, and you're going to go to Charlotte, and now you're going to buy the domain name Charlotte Dog Training, and you say to your web guy who might not be that SEO savvy, you just say to him, well, just copy my material over to the new domain name, and when the old one expires, we'll just let it go. Well, that means for six months or so, or whatever that period might be, you have two websites with the exact same material. Google will recognize the second one as being a copy or mostly being a copy of the first, and that will not be good for you. So there are ways that you can make this mistake very easily and not even be aware of it. Even as small as maybe you're, uh, you do grooming, training, grooming, boarding, or board and train, and you have separate websites, you don't want to have a lot of your own material on the same material on each two or three of the websites. It's not a legal issue. It's not a copyright issue. It's just something Google looks at as, why am I finding the same three, four paragraphs, two, three pages on this website as I found last month on that website? So duplicate content, because people do copy other people. And if you're doing that, stop listening to this show, because I've had that done to me, where people come to my site, they copy and paste it. I've had people in my local market do that where, so anyways, we're not necessarily talking to those people because they better not be listening to this show, you know, where they're just outright like stealing from people. Yeah. Um, and that's, that's basically what we're talking about. And Google understands that if you've stolen the material, you're probably not worth being on the first page of Google. Yeah. And then like what you're mentioning is be careful not to, you know, inadvertently steal from yourself, essentially. Right. It's like, you know, if my about page, I put, you know, this big long thing about myself, you probably don't want to have that exact same page repeated over here when you're talking about your experience or something like that, right? Exactly. I mean, you just want to- that's, that's exactly. Yeah. And again, these aren't necessarily black and white issues. These are things that you can do that the, what I'm going to list off are things that the, you can, as an average business owner, small business owner, dog trainer, you can look over yourself to be sure aren't accidentally done and it will help you. Gotcha. Okay. So uh, in the interest of time, I know we could probably make a whole show just on on-page optimization, but let's move on to the next one, link building. And so, well, just to kind of recap, so for on-page optimization, you talked about lots of fresh, unique content. Yeah, What's- just to, and a little bit more to that. So if your competition has 30, 40 pages of good content and you have five pages and you haven't added anything to your website in three years and you wonder why you know they're number two and you're on the third or fourth page well you know that's the first thing you can look at okay cool all right so let's talk link building so this is one that oftentimes i get a little bit confused with because you know you can go out there to fiverr you can go out there to upwork you can go out there a bunch of places you can buy link packages in other words people linking back to you and so some people wonder like is that a good thing is that a bad thing Tell me what you recommend to your clients they do for link building. And this can be even a lot of gray area for even well correctly described. It still can be a gray area. Google uses terms like do not pay for or buy backlinks. But, but what we're really talking about here is getting other people in the industry to link to you. It's nothing more than a vote of confidence. But yes, you can, if you get them from the wrong place and Google recognizes that business as something that does nothing more than just selling links, then that probably won't help. It could, in fact, hurt. But if you can get to other dog trainers, groomers, vets, pet stores, you can get to people related in the industry that you're in to link to you, that's all good. And that's what you're aiming for. Now, how do you do that? Well, this is easy to understand and hard to do. You actually have to reach out and make contact with those people. You can talk to people as a dog trainer. You obviously have competition in your area, but if you're familiar with and know other people, other trainers that aren't in your area, that would be the first person to talk to. 
you can talk to state, you know, somebody in another state is not your competition in general. If you're just doing regular dog training, you know, if you're a member of groups like Ties or other marketing groups for dog trainers, you know, you're in a situation where you networked and made you know, acquaintances and friends. Any of those people who are familiar with the concept are look also looking for people that would link with them. You can link back and forth. You can also get in touch with SEO people that are familiar with industry, like myself, that have multiple dog trainer clients, and they can facilitate that. You know, it's nothing more than getting somebody to link to you, but you know, you want to get somebody in the industry. You want to shy away from a little bit from anything that seems too good. You know, twenty, thirty dollars a month, and you get five hundred links or a thousand links at a time or something. That that's not a good system. It, it was ten years ago. It was mm-hmm. great ten years ago, and that's why they th- those businesses thrive. But what you're looking for is, you know, 10 or 20 good links over a period of six, seven, eight weeks, uh, uh, six months, half a year from good related businesses. And so let's say, all right, you know, I've, I've made the contact with my vet in my local <laughs> town. I've made contact with a trainer, you know, the next state over. They're willing to link to me. I mean, what do I do? How do I do that? Okay. So primarily what we're talking about technically is somewhere on their website and primarily or often we call it a resource page or a link page or resources on their page a page on their website they're going to have a page of their favorite vet their favorite pet store their favorite pet supplies their favorite groomer you would ask to or expect to be on that page but maybe below their favorite their favorite stores their favorite, you know, local stores. But on that page, you would be listed. Perhaps there'd be two or three sentences. You know, if you were in such and such state looking for this type of trainer to do the work with this type of dog, we recommend. And you would have a link to your website. What make- about like guest blogging? Oh, very good. If you as the owner of the business can go to the trouble of writing content, a blog, there's a lot of opportunity there, a little more work because you have to come up with the material, but there's, that's still a good way to do it. Again, you could put a blog on another dog trainer site. You could put a blog on Ezine, you know, like an Ezine magazine kind of situation or a, some kind of directory or somebody looking for material related to your business. That is good too. A link from a website that's all about dog training and your link is in, on a page full of dog training material is probably the best way you could go. And that's what Ty is describing here. If you get yourself on a page of you know, three or four other dog training resources, that's still going to help you out too. But uh, what Ty is describing mm-hmm. is very good also. Because with guest blogging, I mean, it's really going to help both places, right? Because yes, one site absolutely. gets new content and the other site gets the link. I mean, yeah. so it's kind of a back-scratching type thing, right? Yes, exactly. And that's, that's what we're talking about. The shortcoming or the, the, the down, not downside, but the challenge to that is people are still hesitant. The people are hesitant in taking your material and putting it on putting your material on their site and it's nothing but good for them unless you have really what would determine be really different training styles, conflicting training styles. You know, other than that, it would benefit only benefit them and then you would get the link back to your site. It's a very good way to do it. But again, it's a little bit challenging to break the ice and get that uh, idea going. But if you can find a, um, and I know there's some pet sites out there that some of my clients blog on and there's nothing better than that. If you can mm-hmm. get to that level where you're putting blogging material on, on another established website, it'll only help you if you have a link back what I mean to say is that'll definitely help you. You just want to be sure that you have a link back to your website. Gotcha. Awesome. Okay. So we're going to take a quick break. We've got three more points that we're going to cover when we come back. But stay right with us. We're going to come back with Tom Savoka. Sit. Stay. We'll be right back after a short pause. You love your dog. And getting kisses from them. 
but their breath can be downright stanky. <laughs> Knock out their smelly breath with Stank Be Gone. Stank Be Gone is made with natural ingredients to eliminate their bad breath while helping to reduce plaque and tartar. Just add a capful to your dog's drinking water. Stank Be Gone is only $19.95. Use promo code STANK to receive a second bottle for just $5. Go to stankbegone.com today. That's stankbegone.com. When I adopted her, she was a mess. Scabs, itching, licking, missing fur, hot spots, a thin, dull coat. So I take the dog to the vet for the standard run-of-the-mill tests and treatments. No results. I hear your advertisement on the radio. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. 859-428-1000. So I get the five-pound box of Dynavite and the Lico Chops within a four-week total. Instead of a German Shedder, I have a German Shepherd. Sheba is a 105 lean pounds of shiny, smooth, happy dog for life because she gets fed Dynavite. And the results, they're just incredibly outstanding. And she loves it. When you rescue a dog, you have to do the right thing. You've got to feed them right for life. Do the Dynavite. Dynavite for life. 859-428-1000. D-I-N-O-V-I-T-E dot com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio dot com. All right, we're back, and we're talking today with SEO expert Tom Savoka, and he's got a five-point plan for helping us improve our SEO, including on-page optimization, link building. Now, the third one that you've mentioned is directories. What do you mean by directories? Well, primarily, we're talking about any time your business is listed online. And here's the rule. And to give you an idea, it could be something like Yelp.com. It could be something like AmericanTowns.com. It could be one of the many business directories. It could be a local business directory that's specific to a certain area, your city, your state, your area of the country, or it could be a large uh, directory like Yelp. But what we're trying to do, what the important part of this is, whether it's a big website or small area, here's the, the trick or the important part, the takeaway to this is to be sure your business name, address, and phone number are listed exactly the same every time. Yeah, because I've seen that. You'll see where their Google Places page has one address, and then their Facebook page has another address, and then their Yelp has a different address and phone number and stuff like that. That's what you're referring to, right? Exactly. Yep. And um, what happens is Google does not accredit the one person or give credit to the one business. They might not realize that the business, because you leave a suite number off one address or a building number or something of that nature, or you hyphenate a name on some listings and you don't hyphenate the name on other listings, or even maybe you abbreviate street on some listings and on some you don't, you spell it out. You know, you could make that mistake. And what happens is Google just does not give you credit for all those what are called citations. So you want to be sure that anytime your business is listed online, name, address, and phone number are exactly the same. Are there any easy ways to get these sites? Because there's so many, all these directory listings. You know, you can Google things like directories, just the word directories. You can Google things like, you know, pet directories. You can Google things like a state directory, a Nevada directory, a Utah directory, a New York directory, a Florida directory. There's so many of them out there. But if you want to, what you want to do is be sure that if you Google your phone number, if you find your business name in quotes, be sure where you are listed 
has the correct information. So you might have the correct business name across the board, but maybe there's different phone numbers. Or you might Google your phone number and be surprised that there's people with directories that go and scrape the information off the website, the state website, because it's all free information. But you might be using a different phone number because you changed phone numbers or something. You, that's the mistakes you can make. You might have hyphenated the name after the state. You might be doing maybe a DBA or something like that after the state published the correct information. You want to do your best at having the same phone number, same business name, same business address. If you're working out of your house, you want to have that out there, You know that's probably the biggest challenge. Gotcha. Okay. All right. So let's move on to the fourth one is social media. Tell me how this affects SEO because in my mind, I'm like, well, anything I put on Facebook doesn't really affect SEO, does it? Or well, tell me what you're thinking here. Again, we're listing five things in general because they all can have an effect. But if you're talking about just causing your website to rank higher in Google, then sometimes social media will, most social media, we're grouping them all, all together from Facebook to Google+, Pinterest, Instagram. There's not a great okay. improvement for your website's ranking in Google because of your social media, but it's a fantastic tool to get your name and branding out there. Now, we, uh, if you, Ty, if you want, there's a couple takeaways that we usually remind people to do. Yeah, yeah, we've got uh, we've got a few minutes, so okay. yeah, go ahead and give us a few takeaways. Okay. And we all do this. Um, Want to be sure that you never take shortcuts. For so, if you're sharing, if you're uploading an article or a picture or post something of yourself, don't take shortcuts. Always make it so that somebody can get back in touch with you as easy as possible. Don't make it hard for them to figure out who wrote this. Don't make it hard for them to find your phone number. Don't make them to find your email or website. So every time you upload something, even if you're not a graphics person and you can't put it on the picture itself, so let's say you just upload a, a cute little picture of a puppy doing something cute, you always want to try to include as much information as you can, including a call to action. What you don't ever want is this beautiful, cute little picture of something, a puppy getting in front of somebody and them not being able to get in touch with you. And the same thing pretty much goes with the, uh, like if you share something from your favorite Facebook or, or Facebook business, uh, another dog trainer, whatever, try to always include your contact information. Sometimes we just push that share button and we walk away, and that's not a good practice. You want to try to put your information. That makes sense so far? Yeah, absolutely. So I'm glad you mentioned this because when we spoke before the show, you talked about social media and I didn't, you know, we didn't get into it too much, but I was wondering like social media, that doesn't really help rankings. And that's kind of how I was thinking of SEO is just rankings. But I like the way that you're kind of explaining it is that most of what you're talking about does help rankings, but really your job when you work with dog trainers or any business owner is to get traffic. And so if right. that traffic's coming from Twitter or Instagram, or if that traffic's coming because of organic rankings, you know, you're still just trying to help them bring traffic to their site. So I like that. Yeah. Thanks for kind of clarifying that for yeah. me. And the second thing with social media in general, yeah, and exactly, that's why we're talking about leads in general, increasing business in general. You know, we're not trying to talk just, just specifically about the technical sides, about making your site rank better, because what we're trying to do is get your branding to be as high as you can in, in Google. So one of the examples I use is um, Pinterest. If you're not using Pinterest, I do usually when I do my uh, personal uh, consultations, I'll do an example of how any city is around me, German Shepherd training, and you'll see my Pinterest page. And it was very easy. It's free. It's easy. I uploaded some pictures. I turned on the map feature. I put in some locations. It works. And so even if my websites don't come up, you know, as a business owner, you're trying to get in front of people. That's the ideal situation. There's one other aspect of social media I just want to remind everybody of. And again, it's a matter of just doing it. It takes a couple minutes out of your life. But when you fill out a page or when you start a page, a Facebook business page, a Pinterest page, a Instagram, whatever you're doing, 
fill it out completely. Don't use sentences like, I train dogs, and leave mm-hmm. it. You want to say, you train, and you want to list all the kinds of breeds you train, and you want to always have a location. You're doing you know, your website, your on-page optimization we mentioned a few minutes ago, or you're doing Facebook references and, and putting things on Facebook or any social media. You always want to refer to your town, your city. Your, maybe it's a Providence, a township. If they don't realize that you're in their same town, they might not contact you. And when somebody Googles something like dog training in a town, one of the basics is you need to use that town. You need to use that the town on your website. You need to use your town on your Facebook, your social media. Gotcha. Awesome. Okay. All right. So, and then the last thing that we need to talk about here is comparing ourselves with a competition. What do you mean by that? Well, in general, you need to be aware of where you are. This is very basic. And there's two takeaways to this number five. And the first takeaway is you need to know where you are in Google. You need to have an idea how your site is ranking or how your social media is ranking. So you need to Google yourself regularly. And doing that properly means you have to at least be signed out of Google. If you're not signed out of Google, Google will do its best to show you what it thinks you want to see. So mm-hmm. if you've been looking at Ty's dog training services, Ty's dog training website, and then you Google you know, dog training, there's a good possibility you're going to come up with Ty's website. And you're going to okay. think, why am I seeing Ty's website? I'm in another state. Well, it's because you're maybe a client of Ty's, a fan of Ty's, and you've been looking at Ty's website. And that's how Google works. If you, you need to be signed out. So if you have, a, a, like most of us do, you have a Gmail account or some kind of Google services, you want to be signed out. Some browsers will offer you something Chrome calls an incognito window. Mm -hmm. I think Firefox is called private browsing. I think Internet Explorer is called in private or something similar. So what you want to do is be sure you're not attached to Google. You're not signed into Google when you check for yourself. That's the first thing because that's too easy to, to see yourself as number one and think, well, why isn't my phone ringing? Well, it's because you're the only one who sees yourself as number one. <laughs> gotcha. The second thing is, as far as the online competition goes, and, and this isn't necessarily related to your online competition. It's also a, a little bit of your on-page optimization, but I dis- usually discuss it in the, under number five. It's just the basics of how search engines work. If you're in Denver and you're a dog trainer, and you want your website to rank for Denver dog training, you need, and obviously you talk about dog training all over your website, but you need to be sure that you talk about or have the word Denver on your website, and not just two times. We all make the mistake of too many times. You might have websites all about our business, what we do, how we do it, our services, but sometimes we only list where we work two or three times because it's an awkward, you know, it's awkward to put on the website. You know, mm-hmm. unless you, you know, cleverly can write it in. So if you have a 10-page website and hundreds of times you've mentioned dogs and dogs training and uh, different methods of dog training, service dog, therapy dogs, etc., but you only mention you're in Denver on your contact page, that's a shortcoming. So I usually mention that under the, the competition as mm-hmm. how Google works. You've got to be sure you understand how Google works or search engines in general. One of the things they do is look for the words on the website. If you don't talk about you're in Denver, probably won't rank well. Gotcha. So we're running out of time here, and I want to just pause real quick for the listener here. There's been some real gems in here, and everything you're saying is not only easy to understand, but fairly easy to implement. Some things are going to be a little bit harder than others. But so many people are looking for more traffic, and you've literally laid out you know, probably 10 things in five different categories that anyone can do, probably with half hour a day over the next little bit that's going to make a big difference in their SEO. Now, I also knew in going into the show that we could we could turn each one of these points into their own show. And so I knew that we were going to not be able to get into everything I wanted. And so that's fine. 
fine. But what I wanted to do, and, and you agreed to do this, is to offer all the listeners, you know, a free SEO consultation where we can talk about SEO. And then, of course, if they're interested in your services, they can, you know, learn more about your services. So tell us how people can get in touch with you, how they can get a consultation with you, stuff like that. I'm very active on Facebook. For those Facebook people, the, um, my address on Facebook you can use would be Tom Savoca. That's S-A-V-O-C-A. Is the SEO man on Facebook if you want to directly um, contact me there. Or you can email Tom at SEOdoesmatter.com. And just in the subject line, maybe mention Pet Life Radio or something, uh, mention Ty, so I know that that's how you, know, you got in touch with it, you know, how you got my information. Awesome. So Tom at SEOdoesmatter.com? Yep. Or Facebook was Tom Savoca? Is the SEO it? man. Tom Savoca is the SEO man. Awesome. Or, yeah. Awesome. This has been really great information. And this is one of those things to where, you know, sometimes people are looking for something sexy or something like, what's the next awesome thing in business? When in reality, this, this show is what they need to just start getting more traffic, more customers, things like that. So I want to say a big thank you for being on the show today. Certainly. I appreciate it very much. And for all of you at home listening, I want to recommend that you hit petliferadio.com. Head over to Six Figure Dog Business so you can listen to all of our shows. We've got dozens of shows up. And while you're there, listen to all the other shows at PetLifeRadio.com. There's tons of amazing shows, lots of cool guests. So thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you guys next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.